Hello. Hi. I'm Rilo. I'm your vet fan. I'm Garden. I'm your baby fan. And this is Guild of Calamitous Podcasts, an unofficial Venture Brothers rewatch podcast. Um, so this episode is pretty highly regarded by everyone uh, in animation in general. Um, but uh, I figured I'd connect it to something that the Utes are into. I mean, and us. And us, um, we're because we're we're both generally fans of Adult Swim, just on a whole. Yeah, me I especially. Mean, I, me especially. I I I enjoy as it comes to me. <laughs> um, like like I shove it down your throat. Um, yeah, yeah, that. So, uh, this season four, the most recent season of Rick and Morty. Um, they did a podcast after every episode has premiered, you know, answering questions and such. Uh, and one of the episodes for season four was called uh, Promortius. Uh, and it was written by uh, Jeff Loveness. It was episode seven of season four. And he, in the podcast, uh, said that Escape to the House of Mummies part two uh, sort of led the way for the type of episode they made where you just sort of, you drop in in the middle of an adventure. Yeah, that that does see. I don't remember anything really doing that until after 2006. Yeah, so it sort of, it sort of... Uh, it paves the way. It paves the way for uh, some, some comedy gold. Uh, so... Not just Adult Swim shows, too. Like, we're talking, like... Across the board. Across the board. Uh, which brings us to today's episode. Escape to the House of Mummies, Part 2, written by Doc Hammer, directed by Jackson Public, with the original air date of July 16th, 2006. Our voice cast and characters for this episode include James Urbaniak as Dr. Venture, Patrick Warburton as Brock Sampson, and Brock Sampson Number 2. I know that's two separate credits. Uh, um, Michael Center Nicholas as Dean Venture, Chris McCulloch as Hank Venture, Pete White, uh, Ibis Priest, and Edgar Allan Poe, Stephen Ratazzi as Dr. Orpheus, Doc Hammer as Billy Quizboy, Executioner, and Believer, uh, H. John Benjamin as the master, his first role in Venture Brothers. Lisa Hammer as Triana Orpheus and everyone's favorite robot, Soulbot, as Helper. Uh, so we get a recap of a non-existent episode. Uh, and it does not exist. Uh, Doc and Jackson anyway. messed with people on the commentary. Like, you know, if you there's that it was like part one was like hidden within the the DVD of season two somewhere. It's like an Easter egg. It does not exist. So... You know what uh, they should have put there instead, though? What? Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you... That was like the prime time. They already already had enough trouble getting rights to music in this season. But that was the prime time for Rickrolling. 
Yeah, they could have rickrolled the shit out of everyone. That would have um, been so. That would have gone down in history. Um, so we get a recap of the non-existent episode, which includes uh, time travel. Uh, Freud, who the boys are not allowed to uh, ask about uh, their father at all. Well, um, yeah, don't ever. Uh, the perfect man. <laughs> Caligula. A cult. A pyramid cult. Um, there's more in this. Uh, there's a, there, there is a mummy. Um, it's Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. Although I don't know if Poe is Poe. Poe's in the non-existent episode, isn't he? Or is he? He's in, he's in, uh, he was in the recap for it. Yeah. So, crazy time machine adventure, which, by the way, don't think too much on the time machine. That's That's the last we see of that shit. Um, And it drops us into a, a sort of helpless scenario, kind of like the trash compactor. Uh, there were so Star many Wars. Star Wars jokes. There are a lot of Star Wars jokes, so and it is a jokes. it is an actual ongoing joke uh, within the fandom that there are a lot of Star Wars jokes yeah, to the I, point I that that Jackson and Dog have addressed that, and like I think they made a bet at one point, like if they were didn't if they wrote a Star Wars joke in like one season, they never followed followed through with it. Uh, because they put a Star Wars joke in there and never, you know, pulled through on their end of the bet. But it was, uh, if they put a Star Wars joke in there, they had to get their 8th grade school pitcher haircut. Ooh. Which, there's some rough school pitcher haircuts from 8th grade. for p- Everyone, everyone has their problem. Uh, mine like actually that. wasn't that bad. Uh... But, I had bangs and a ponytail, and right now I'm sitting here, and I've got bangs and a ponytail. <laughs> so, uh, they're they're trapped in a trash compactor scenario, but with spikes. Uh, which I love how Brock's, you know, when Rusty, she's like, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to contact Doctor O. That's stupid, Hank. <laughs> okay, well, guys, line yourself up with the spikes. Make sure it goes through your brain or your heart. <laughs> no fun bleeding to death. Come on, people. I mean, you know what? That's a mood. I I mean, yeah, you, you want the the quickest. Uh, Just let me run straight into it. Iron Maiden this shit. Um, and I like how he's berating the boys for their suggestions while they're about to die. I know, and and Brock's even like let, like let's try Hank's suggestion. I mean, you what know. else do we have? Um. And I like that Dr. O does his chores with magic, which I think I mentioned before. I like how he cooks with magic. Like, I mean, if you can, why not? Duh. Uh, and I, I, and it's totally not creepy uh, that, uh, that he oh, yeah, the, Dean's, the, Dean's crush on Dean, Triana to think find of them. My daughter, think of nothing but my daughter. That is that is you. She's using her tongue, and that's exactly mm. what puberty is like. 
That is exactly what it's like. Uh, also, I like Hank riding the spikes. That kills me. Along <laughs> with uh, the scolding hot oil versus hot boil. Yeah. Heating up. I warmed some back in the tribe. They warmed it up. It's hot boil. I mean, come on. That's an easy mistake. Um, and I, I, anyone could make that. Yeah, anyone totally. Could make that mistake, but uh, buckle up, folks, because our B plot here is very Doctor O heavy. So, <laughs> actually, it may be the A plot. The B plot may be the pyramid thing. I know a little <laughs> weird to think that's the B plot, but now it makes sense that, that that's the B plot. Um. I, I, and I want to say there's so there's a parallel here, um, that was pointed out recently that maybe Avengers lifted a little bit from Venture Brothers, uh, with their Iron Man, Doctor Strange, in Infinity War, because there was a similar exchange to that. Of, yeah. Do you know what I do for a living? Yes. In. Playboy billionaire phil- uh, philanthropist. Well, the, no. Uh, no, that's a, yeah, that's different. It's uh, so uh, of Doctor O and Doctor Strange asking that of the relevant other party to which uh, Iron Man's responded to Doctor Strange. Uh, I don't know children's parties and balloon animals. <laughs> And Dr. Butcher says card tricks at kids' parties. So there's a parallel I there, mean, friends. There's a parallel there. But I also think, like, if you're going to have someone be a dick to a legitimate ma- magician. Wait, it's not a ma- he, he's not a magician. He's a necromancer. Someone who difference. uses legitimate magic. There's a difference. He's a necromancer. Regardless, someone who uses legitimate magic, where's the low blow? Oh yeah, you do kids parties. Like, it's an easy one. It's a common low blow. Uh, and, and I like how we just, we get a good old-fashioned pissy match between Dr. O and Doc Venture. I can get, shrink more than you can. I can shrink, I can shrink better than you. And and I like how they never settle on what the bet actually is. No, it's a gentleman's bet. It's a gentleman's bet. Um, but Rusty's in it as if he's getting money. Um, a million dollars? Yeah, no. Uh, so we got the shrinking match going on. Let's go back to the pyramid. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, they've left the boys and Brock there. Yeah, he was supposed to go save them. That That's God forgotten. He's totally, he's totally just being the best dad ever. Oh yeah, um, completely negligent. Uh, so uh, Dean's just ahead now. Dean's Dean's completely lost his body. Because there's no the body. body. There's there's no there's no body, and uh, Hank has a pet mummy. So we're on we're on track here. <laughs> we're on track. We're we're doing this, things. We're doing things. This this lines up. Let's 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 go back to uh <laughs> let's go back to Colorado, huh? 
Let's go back to Colorado and see what they're doing over there. Um, basically nothing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we're he's uh. So remember uh. Remember the shrink ray? Yes. <laughs> that uh nobody was going to get. He actually ended up selling it to Billy and Pete, and he needs it back. <laughs> um, and Oof. I like. I Sorry. like so that Mouseketool coming to fruition from last season of the Shrink Ray. It comes, uh, it came back, and it's busted which, to shit. Which, by the way, Pete broke it because he thought there might have been a treasure map in it. I mean, if it's not going to work, Pete White, everyone, he's our favorite pally. We love him. Our favorite albino. Um, <laughs> fucking stupid um i'm sorry i'm looking at my notes it was so funny when aren't your notes ridiculous poe in a headlock yeah that happened see okay I had not examined the size of Edgar Allan Poe's head until I'd seen this episode again and then I'm like it, it really is kind of pumpkin shaped. It's it's he's got a real sort of circular coconut that you could want to get into a headlock. And he, Brock does. He's always wanted to get Edgar Allan Poe in a headlock. <laughs> Big old pumpkin head. He fulfilling like, fulfilling dreams here. Yeah, fulfilling. Dreams, that's what we do here. Fill, fulfilling dreams and making mean. Uh, back to Colorado. Again. Again. Uh, by the way, we, I, 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 is it, do they say where they are when posing the headlock? Because they're not in the pyramid anymore. No, I don't think they so. They might. They, there was a, I they I think I'm pretty sure they time traveled again. Yes, because Hank has to get them back, and he does it well. Yeah, it was it was that he he uh he said it for twelve thirteen A.D., but he said it for twelve thirteen A.M. God, I love that dumbass. <laughs> Such he's my special. Yeah, I, I I vividly remember that from when I was watching because I was like, what the fuck. Um. So, uh, fun fact, uh, Triana's closet is a porthole to hell. So, uh, that's something. Not, uh, to, that not, not just that, but a lot. she is, cr- she wears the same outfit, not because. Because she's terrified not because of the closet. She's a cartoon character, but because the closet is terrifying, yes. Aren't she is scared of the closet, the closet and she doesn't under, we're all afraid of the closet. Uh, she's and I like how he he says, "Well, I thought it was like you know Archie and his pal Jughead, like Doctor Orpheus." No, no, and and he just he just you know how many times do you think he's wiped her brain? Not enough out about about the closet. Like I, sh- she knows she's afraid of the closet, but she doesn't remember 
that the closet is a porthole to so hell. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> there's clearly been some tampering, some memory fuckery with memory, which that's a mouse tool. We'll get into later. <laughs> um, And meanwhile, while Dr. O is going into his daughter's closet, normal stuff, uh, we get a writing montage that makes us think that uh, Rusty, Pete, and Billy are hard at work. Making progress. They're not. They're guilty pleasures lists. Oh, God. So, oh no, you don't want to ask that question. No, <laughs> I'm not going there. I... <laughs> no, no, uh, no, garden, no, uh, bad garden. Hit me with the magazine. Don't do that. I'd probably like it. No, <laughs> um, so the I, Billy. Billy, you dirty, dirty boy genius. He's not really a boy. He's 35. Previously, boy, still genius. Uh, Kind of. (sighs) Melon heated up in a microwave. Yeah. Filled up garbage. Don't ask. Bag. Uh, and, And a sweat sock. It's God. God. He misunderstood the question. Uh, and 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 for those who do not get the joke, get it is don't, not... don't get the joke. D- don't. No, I'm explaining it. Why, uh, Billy? It's not. Because some people don't get the joke. It's some people don't get it. Um, he mistook guilty pleasures as the grossest way he has gotten himself to sexual pleasures to to, uh, to enjoy himself. The 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 peak of uh, special fun time of of pleasuring oneself. Uh, it's awful. It's awful. It's it, it awful. Truly <laughs> horrendous. There's, there's, there's no other way to. Yeah, play. honestly, it's, it's like this one time at band camp, <laughs> and we'll it's leave the it there. <laughs> it's the equivalent of, and then this one time at band camp, it's the equivalent of that. Uh, <laughs> which is a good time to mention, you know. Enter the Master, voiced by John Benjamin, who people may know as uh, either Bob on Bob's Burgers or, or Archer Kirk on Home Movies or, or uh, Sterling Archer from Archer. Uh, <laughs> I know it came up and I'm like, Archer? Or or, <laughs> or as, as the Arby's guy. <laughs> yeah. Who's making sandwiches. Uh, a lot of people, though, more know him now as uh, Bob from Bob's Burgers. I yeah. Think. 
but that's, I, that's what, my first experience. He's, a, he's, a, he's Americans. He's America's dad. Uh, my first experience with him was home movies. Uh, was Coach McGurk, but that was me. Yeah. Uh, and the master is a recurring character, so we'll see him more as 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 his uh Taste as he... his own phallus. Okay, that was one time. Uh, uh let's. I'm pretty sure that's that's happened several times because he goes into detail. Yeah, um, and he's the uh, he's kind of Orpheus's boss and teacher, uh, mentor, mentor, if you will. Uh, and he, he and he uh, he his big thing, and he does this in other episodes that he's in. This is the first time we see it though is uh, teaching Orpheus a lesson. And it's normally a lesson that he probably needs to learn. And this one was that he's a know-it-all and a workaholic. And when he's not working, he is like Mr. Rogers. Which, yeah, we we all knew that. Mr. Rogers in a cape are his exact words. Yeah. Uh, But he also, as a dog, lets one head clean his genitals. For the entire time. And it's like, it's... uh, it, it feels good, so I love do it. But I taste my own genitals. So. Like, god damn it. Like, god damn it. God love, god love H. John Benjamin for, for providing Going that. through that, yeah. Like, there, there's... So, back uh, to the back pyramid. To the pyramid. Back to the pyramid. <laughs> um, Time traveling. got... We, they time traveled and yeah, they found so uh, body. They found Dean's body, but Has- there's also another Hank, and there's another head on the body. There's another head on the body, and there's a second Hank and a second Brock and a Rusty, and it is because they uh, just traveled well, into earlier in the day, twelve thirteen instead of twelve thirteen. It's, yeah, AM and AD are two very distinctly different things, and yeah, I'm not sure yeah. Hank knows that. But Hank's Hank's not he's he's not uh, as uh, action man put it. He's our uh, special boy. Not 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 the brightest the brightest bulb on the menorah, uh, so to speak. <laughs> the, the the brightest color in the box of crayons. He would be like tan. Like, still very useful, but you don't reach for it first. No, there are other brighter colors to use. Uh, he's carnation like pink. Yeah. Like carnation pink. Uh, I don't even so, know if that's still a Crayola color. That is actually so. No, oh, it's, I thought they took it out. I think it's still. It was last time I bought. I haven't bought crayons in a long time, man. Okay, see, so now I need to Google this. We'll let you guys know next episode. Uh, so we get uh, the time traveling kills me, but what kills me more is Poe gets his head stuck in the railing, and he says, "Oh, I've done it again." 
Oh. This is a thing that happens regularly to Edgar Allan Poe, and I enjoy that thoroughly. I seem thoroughly. to remember, like, a, another story about people's heads getting stuck in, like, railings. Stories with heads getting stuck in railings are classic. Hilarious. It's a classic joke. Um, so we get we they fix the shrink ray. Great. Who do they shrink? Poor helper. Who they gave a cigarette and blindfolded. I mean, if you're if you're gonna. Also, why are they letting Pete do the shooting? This just seems like a bad idea. Just in because general. He can't do it because he's an albino. If he even just goes in the sun, he'll explode. Okay, no, 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 no. But Rusty's there. Rusty can shoot it. Any of them could So uh, they figure out who should be the human subject, and it is Billy. Why? Because he said in numerous flowery metaphors that uh, he is in fact a virgin and has never experienced the love he has of never a woman. tasted a woman's flower or something like that. Yeah. He used really like these really sort really of really like, florid language. Yeah. 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 He's it's like you're trying to make this sound you're nice. A virgin. No. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. Uh God, the uh, him just saying honestly, I don't see it as me killing you. That's so awful, Rusty. He is an awful person. Yes, he is. I hope everyone knows that Doctor Venture is really not that great of a guy. He's a dick. Uh, he learned from the best. He learned from his dad, um, who is also a dick. And and then flashbacks, you know, Dr. O, who is petting the master like a puppy, and I like the, the master's leg. Because the leg kicking joke is a classic whenever you have a dog. Oh, yeah. Whenever, whenever you have a dog... It just moves on its own. I can't control it. it. I can't control it. I, yeah. It's great. It's great. I love... I love the, like, the the happy leg joke. The, the, ha- the happy twitch? The happy leg. The happy thumper leg. Um, back, back to Pete has really bad aim. It didn't work. No, no. it worked. It worked. He, he shrunk uh, Billy's lungs. Uh, Pete is <laughs> Pete succeeds at very little. But he did shrink Billy's lungs. He shrunk Billy's lungs. Um, back to the pyramid <laughs> where we have two Brocks, a big team up. There's, uh, they want Caligula to take up the rear. That's not happening because he's getting a little too handsy with Hank. So Hank's going to go with Edgar Allan Poe. We got, <laughs> we got Teen with the perfect man with his head on a mummy. Uh, and we got, uh, it's, it, it's, uh, Freud and Caligula that team up, I believe. And then you got Hank with a growl and poke. And then we got Teen with his head on the mummy, on the perfect man, and then two Brocks. Just let that sink in for a second. Yeah, there's... Just let that whole... I need, like, 
naked for a second. Oh, I, I need one of those, like, you know, versus trees. <laughs> Round one, a fight. Mm. Back to the compound. Uh, so Pete is really, really bad at aiming the shrink ray. And I've said this before, and I'm saying it again. Why? It's a mouse tool that Pete has really bad aim. It's 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 a seed that I'm planting in now that will not come to harvest for a long time. But when it does, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. Um, oh, yeah. I remember that. Uh, and, uh, he shrinks Billy's head. Which was just fucking hilarious. Uh, and then uh, he uh, when he tries to make Billy's head bigger. Again, he makes everything bigger, which is fucking, also fucking hilarious. I like how they describe it as Toby Maguire in a Hulk costume, and uh, Doctor Venture's first response is, "I gotta go get my camera." <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> which it's a hilarious image. I love Hulk Billy so much. Oh. It's it's so funny. Billy it's, Smash. I need, I need a mirror. <laughs> Um, and, uh, while all this is going on, Dr. O has learned his lesson from the master. So that it doesn't matter when he's meaningless. And he forfeits. After all of that, he forfeits the gentleman's bet, which, you know, he didn't win the gentleman. Even though Rusty was also in the middle of going to forfeit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um... Which I, uh, wait, this is the first time we sort of see just how big Rusty Venture was as a kid. Um, like it's hinted at that, you know, we know he had his sh- show. Uh, we know he, uh, had toys and stuff. Like it's hinted at. But this is the first time we really see, uh, Rusty Venture lunchbox. Rusty Venture as Rusty Venture. Which we've seen him. We've seen we've seen him as a kid before. This is the, and we've but, seen But we're him seeing him as the celebrity. As the celebrity, as the cartoon character from the Rusty Venture cartoon. Um and everyone everyone wanted to be him. And it's sort of like the, you were this small uh boy man's hero so uh, I want to say that's the doctor I would quote I don't remember I meant to make note of it uh, it's something along those lines you yeah. know me uh, and and so you know it ends on sort of a heartwarming note and yeah until, you, until uh, Dr. Venture realizes he's forgotten something <laughs> he forgot to lock up oh duh yeah or also uh, he also left helper shrunken and possibly smushed him. And he's also left the boys and Brock. Brock and the boys to fend for themselves in the Arctic uh, or or on a planet that I can only assume is Hoth. Uh, which leads one to of the, the end cre- the end credit scene. Which leads to one of the Brocks cutting open Poe like he's a tauntaun. To put, to put, put him, 
and and quoting exactly. Oh, and I thought they spelled bad on the, on the outside. outside. And then it ends, and you're just like, what the hell? Well done. Well done. Such Beautiful. a good father. Um, God. This is, uh, this is always listed as, like, one of the top ten episodes of the series. And, and there's, it, it's, it's because there's just, there's so much. It's so, there's so many references. And it's so jam-packed, and, um. It's so fast-paced. And it, and it really, yeah, it's, fa- it's fast-paced. Um. Next, next week, next, next episode, we are going to be looking at another episode that has always that is always in like the top tier adventure episodes and spawned one of the catchphrases for the show uh we'll be looking at 20 years to midnight good lord uh (laughs) we were making a lot of jokes about it we were making a lot of jokes about it so you guys are gonna have fun listening to that uh you want to do our sign off yes i do as always, uh, listen to us uh, next episode and three, two, two, one, go, go, team, team venture. venture, yay, yay.